you only live twice. Once when you are born, and once when you look death in the face. Ian Fleming, you only live twice. Radio, where gamers roll. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode of Eberron Renewed. Gentlemen, what happened last time? I got so close to stealing a corpse. Yes, that you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we were never going to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Theradak, and Dex went to hide in a ruin uh, so that Dex wouldn't bear out again. And while we were there... um. Philip had a lot of fun while I was asleep. <laughs> Distracting Theradak with his bird and slipping by and trying to steal Barrick's corpse and doing a pretty darn good job of it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it in the long run, what happened was uh, it turns out that our new traveling companion, at least, uh, is Drakir. Does Drakir have a last name? Uh, He does, but you don't know it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Drakir Dovrim. Well, Drakir doesn't care about Beric. He wants the sword, but (laughs) Beric's body won't let go of the sword. So now we're all traveling together, uh, hoping that they can be amicably separated so that we can take Beric's body back. Um, I didn't get to explain it fully. Uh, the reason Dex wants Barrick's body back is because he wants for Dex to get the honorable burial. If he doesn't know if it's required, but how legalistic the Silver Flame seem to be in a lot of things, I think it's pretty so, simple. So that so that Dex or so that Barrick's essence or whatever can combine with the flame, because that's what Barrick would want. Okay, if he is pure cool. of spirit, that's, he will that's join Dex's, with the flame. That's Dex's reasoning. Okay. All right. So um, it is now morning and you all are presumably heading out on the trail. Um, As you all are packing up and preparing to go, um, Sam walks up to Theradak and, well, I guess uh, if you make it back to Stormreach, I'll look me up. I'll, I'll see you there. Um, if you don't come back, anybody that you want me to, uh, send word to? No, no one for me. Take care of yourself. I understand you're not wanting to come. I mean, that, I mean, there's a reason I was the only scout to, to make it back from every mission. I'm, I'm not stupid. I've left people to die out here before. (laughs) <laughs> if anyone comes asking for me named Crast, I guess you could inform him. All right. 
I guess technically, Jeff, you, you have left somebody out there to die because y'all abandoned that poor lycanthroped cleric to starve to death tied to a tree. Oh, you're not going to starve to death in one night. <laughs> so Sam shakes your hand and gives Dex a nod and take care of yourself, bear. Uh, and Dex says, <laughs> that's just a nickname we have for me. Because uh, I don't necessarily want Drakir knowing about that uh, <laughs> yet. <clears throat> So, so, so what I say is I say, uh, you too, bunny rabbit. <laughs> um, Which he's probably very offended by. <laughs> Sam just laughs and shakes his head and starts back on the trail in the opposite direction. All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, you all are headed along the path that Drakir sets for you. Safe travels thus far. Sound is uh, much more alarming now. <laughs> yeah, it's striking, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, anything you all want to any talk chance, about? While you're any on the chance road? that we go, we're going back the direction to pass by the cleric that we tied up. I'm not going to make Drakir go out of his way because he doesn't seem to want uh, that. He's not going to. So, <laughs> um. No, there's there's no reason for you all to pass back by that clear. Okay. Sorry, bud. Your deck's probably already forgotten about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Collateral damage and whatnot. Yeah, any conversations you all want to have? You, you all aren't running into anything foul yet. Um, we can just keep going on the trail if you want, though. Um, I, send, I send Stratos, my hawk, uh, to fly ahead and scout. Okay. As we as we as we travel. All right, first day uneventful. Um thank god. You all travel with ease. Don't run afoul of anything. So, it's time to it's getting late, time to set up camp again for the night. These guys can't walk 12 hours. <laughs> you you can, but you'll you'll incur some. You're in a jungle, like it. <laughs> not used to this climate. Um, no, tomorrow you will arrive at your destination, unless you all want to incur exhaustion um, to make it there in one day. I'll leave that up to Theradac and Dex. Um. <laughs> I've recovered from my initial exhaustion, right? Yes, like, by, by taking a long rest, you, you recover okay. from that. <clears throat> I don't know that I want another one, though. No. Uh, I say, uh, li- listen, Drakir, we, we, can't, we can't keep up with you. Uh, I'm sorry, but if we're doing this together, you're going to have to slow up a bit. Is that something you're willing to do? If you must make camp, we will make camp. Well, yeah, we must. If you want for us, you don't know what we're gonna what we're gonna run into out here either. And if you want for us to be at our best to keep everybody safe, that it would be a good idea. So, thank you. I suppose. All right. You all set up camp. 
and set out after about 30 minutes of traveling. Everyone give me perception checks real quick. Oh, but this is the next morning? Yes. Okay. Uh, passive, so 16. 17. Uh, also 16. Okay. You all... Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I know that I know this, but what is... How do I, how do I calculate my passive? It's your perception modifier plus 10. Okay, that's what I thought. Can I give Stratos a roll? Sure. Uh, guys, whatever happened to Cashew? Oh... He's in the oh, bar. I know. <laughs> Cashew. Draconis's oh, mouse. You should really listen to the episode. <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't remember. So distressing. Uh, 23 for Stratos. Okay. Um, you all are able to notice before you come upon it, the temperature begins to drop rapidly. Um. And after, as soon as you all feel this, about, you move 10 feet forward and all of a sudden the hot Zendrick jungle opens up onto a a glacial wasteland. There's just snow and ice as far as you can see. Um, Drakir, this is, you know that the stuff like this happens. Zendrick is a crazy place. Um you presumably have some heavier clothing packed in case this happens. Um, yeah, but I really don't like it because uh, direct sunlight and drow don't get along. Yeah. You all continue to travel unless you want to try to find a way around, but that's going to add significant uh, time to your journey. De- Dex puts on his cloak okay. and underneath it grows, I mean, just a thick coat of of, of hair. Okay. <laughs> like just... The most hirsute fella you've ever seen. Okay. You Who's all dragging the sled out of just curiosity? Uh, uh, probably me again, if we've had a rest. Because I don't think I would let you levitate him and, you know. It, it wouldn't, it, it doesn't last long enough to be useful for like an all day travel anyway. Fair. Okay. You all managed to. Um, reach a point where you can see the trees of the jungle ahead of you as you travel over this glacier. The percentages on percentile dice sometimes don't go the way that you think they're going to. <laughs> um, so you all reach the edge of the jungle. You're able to make it across the glacier just fine. Drakir, you know, based on the look of the trees, and you all notice that the trees have begun to look a little different a little warped, a little wrong, not in the way that the the corrupted forests that you've been in have looked. These just look strange. Um, they, they look like normal trees, but just there's something off about them. Um, Drakir, you are hitting close to um, your your home, um, but this this forest is tainted from the presence of the the aberrations that you fight. And so it's it's starting to bleed out onto the surface world. Vakir um, hurries quickly into the shadows of the trees and looks okay. much more comfortable once in, once under them. Okay, everyone, give me just straight up wisdom checks. Twelve, three, 
<laughs> oh, I rolled very poorly. Uh, six. All, all three. <laughs> we don't know Jack. <laughs> all three of you hear a voice say, you seem to have been traveling very far. What language does it speak? Um, it, which language are you most comfortable in, Drakir? Uh, Undercommon? Probably, probably elven? Shakespearean elven. Okay. Um, you don't <laughs> seem you do to have me? weary travels under your feet. Um, you each hear it in your most comfortable language. Granted, you wouldn't be able to share this information, but, um, uh, so as soon as we would get under these trees, since I know this part of the forest, well, uh, Drakir would have started focusing on his primeval awareness. Okay. Uh, and if allowed a minute to do so, I would be able to sense the presence of aberrations. Uh, within five miles of me. You you sense it. Yeah. Uh, if there are multiple groups, I find out their their numbers, general direction, and distance. So in, in relevance here, obviously, I'd be looking for the closest ones. Um, I, the, the closest ones that you can sense are, um, conveniently enough, on your path, probably about a quarter of a mile ahead. Okay. Uh, and lastly, is there any kind of check I can make to know what's up with the voice in our in my head? You could you can make a knowledge arcana. Any of you could an arcana check. So well, before before that though, Dex is because Dex is as he regularly has become lately done with it. Just <laughs> and I mean, and so he just says, "Did you guys hear anything?" Because here's the thing: because Dex's most comfortable language is common. So for all he knows, they could under like. There's no reason for for I guess Therad Theradex is probably Orcish. Yes, and Theradex knows that I know Orcish, but there's no reason Drakir knows that I know Elvish. So, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dex if Dex knows that if he heard it and you guys heard it, as far as he knows, it was all in common. Everybody heard it and understood it. Yeah. So he would just say, like, um, <clears throat> you guys, did you guys hear something? I, Yes. Some guy's talking creepy in my in my head. Yes. And also as soon as that happens, he would he would he has come to terms and to realize the benefit of the fact that he he has this extrasensory or not extrasensory, this this extra powerful smelling perception now. Like and so he would have given it a shot. Can I roll? I mean but they're a quarter mile away. Yeah. And but he doesn't but he doesn't know that. Yeah, you so don't he try that. it. Drow. Not get anything. Wow, this does this happen often? Voices in the head, you're from here. I am Drakir. And it should not happen on this surface. Uh, and if I'm assuming correctly that this is an aberration-related thing, I have a 19 Arcana check. Okay. If it's not, then I have a 2. Drakir, you know that there there are a few things that are aberrations that are able to communicate telepathically with an unwilling party. Mm-hmm. Um, you you aren't able to really pinpoint what it is. Um, okay. 
but you know that generally speaking, the ones that can speak languages and can speak telepathically are nasty. Uh, yeah. So you all continue down the path. Do you stop? What are we doing? I'm taking I, <clears throat> Dex is taking cues from Drakir. Yes. Insofar as I mean, how he reacts to this because this is his playground. And if he's not concerned by it yet, I'm not concerned by it yet. How thick is the canopy here? Um, thick enough to obscure the sun pretty pretty well. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Let's try this. Uh, I am going to cast. Hmm, it might be too far. How long? I'm really bad with distances. This is embarrassing. How long's How long's a quarter mile of travel? We're looking at like. Half hour, fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes probably. Yeah. Okay. Then I assume my hawk covers it faster than that. So I'm going to cast Beast Sense on Stratos, which will allow me to sense through his senses. Okay. Uh, and send him flying uh, through the trees towards where I sensed the aberrations uh, to see if I can get an eye on what what they are. So for for you two. Uh, Drakir uh, says, we'll wait here a moment. There is something on the road ahead. And then he sits down, touches Stratos, and then just closes his eyes, and the bird flies off. He's warging. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dex, you hear the voice again in your head. You have a great deal of grief. Hmm. I don't much like <sighs> that. Could you feel fear? That would be much better. Theradak, it seems that you carry the worries of the world on your shoulders. You think about everything all the time. Slow your mind down. You'll work it too hard. Make things tough. Go and give me a perception check through your bird friend. 23. Um, I mean, after a sh- very short flight, you see um, five hooded figures on the road, just kind of stationary, standing in kind of a, a, a V shape. Not really. So moving. I still, I, I'm so... Drakir throughout this, where he is, is deaf and blind. Um, but I still know the things I know. So is there a, can I recognize what they are or are they too obscured by their clothing? They're obscured. Okay. And for the record, if they actually can sense emotion, when they said you are mourning and could you instead feel fear, Dex feels anger. Ooh. That However, they do. that fear is better, but anger, I can work with that. Uh, how many figures on the road? Five. Okay, I summon Stratos back and dismiss the spell. Okay. There is something on the road ahead of us, about a quarter mile. Uh, aberrations, but oh god, I do not know what type. I do not well, know if they are related to the thing speaking <clears throat> to us. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I've only uh. 
I've only dealt with one thing that that I was told was an aberration, and it was not uh, fun. Is it something? Is it some group of things? Is it some one? What are we looking at? Five, five, five. figures. They wear clothes, which they have form. They are not many aberrations. Are just incomprehensible in form. Can we just go around them? Yeah, do we have an alternative? Possibly. Uh, we can try. Oh, I would just cut your pass off. You may as well stick to the trail. So now, I believe, that that it, now I believe that the creature that is speaking in our heads is connected to the group on the path. Yeah, I, I'm picking that up as well, Drakir. Yes. <sighs> well, I suppose... Let's dance. Yeah, I don't have any way. To, oh, maybe I do. Hang on. And you notice Theradak every once in a while, he's like scoping out the, the floor of the forest and, you know, just looking for any shiny rocks that might pop up and highly disappointed that it's a forest. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will tear Theradak away from his single-minded quest. <laughs> For the beauty rocks. He lost his most precious one. He surrendered his most precious one, and uh, it could have been really worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, What were you looking for, uh, Philip? I I was seeing if there was something I had that blocked telepathy, but there's not. Okay. Okay. So, you all begin to make your way um, down the trail. <laughs> Are you all going to try to deviate from the path at all, or just kind of walk into the the lion's den? I mean, I don't care. We can't sneak up on them clearly, so it's not like we've got a. No, it does not seem that we can. Oh, right, sorry. Well, we can't sneak up on them. They can't sneak on us either. Well, if we if we know they're on the path and we stay on the path, at least we'll and we know there's five of them. We'll see what I could see. Yeah, well, you got a good point there. Um, I don't see any reason to get off of the path if they just know we're going to do it, <clears throat> and they're clearly looking for a tussle. Mm, I suppose. I appreciate that uh, that Drakir is familiar with my homespun phraseology. That I don't have to explain what a tussle is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as uh, oh, go ahead. So as we walk down the path, uh, Drakir just let it, lets his hands fall to his sides, and in each of them, uh, a blade that seems to be just made of solid shadow forms. Okay, uh, and he walks. <clears throat> Thusly to meet the enemy. Not to be outdone, Dex uh, lets his his changeling ability to hide his hybridism fall away and the claws and the fangs uh, show up. Show off as he pulls his great sword out. (laughs) (laughs) There, Um, Dex says, I got this. You could ask somebody to cast a spell on you to to trigger your mark. (laughs) Just... (laughs) 
Yeah, I could cut you. <laughs> Get Rakira some would be totally down for that. <laughs> I can deal radiant damage uh, um, three times a day. So, question, DM. Was Drakir sufficiently in the vicinity of our last fight where yes, Barrett died yes, you, you to know what? Yeah. Okay. Then, um, Drakir looks over at Dex and says, Oh, you're not hiding it anymore. Uh, oh, you, uh, uh, you, you say you, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, watched you lose, I watched you lose control when the bearer was killed. Yeah, uh, in Texas, I swear, baby, it's never happened before. Uh, <laughs> and Dex says, um, yeah, that was the, uh, that was the first time that that had happened. It was not, uh, great. Theradak and I have talked through it. We're good. Right there, Dak? This is true. <laughs> and, uh, it's daytime, so we got nothing to worry about right now. Hmm. You do not know aberrations very well. That is also true. Not be confident of anything. It is daytime at the moment. Oh, I don't man. know if it will be in 10 minutes. Well, that sucks. Let's <laughs> fight. <clears throat> okay. You all see the five hooded figures on the pathway before you. And you once again hear a voice in your head. You kept me waiting a bit longer than I would have liked, but um, this will do. And four of the figures pull their hoods back. And you see two humans, an elf, and a drow with just vacant stares in their eyes as they look at you. And then the fifth figure that was in the middle, furthest back, pulls his cloak back. And you see a figure with purple skin and four Uh, tentacles coming uh, down off the front of his face as he says... I am quite hungry. Four curses in the foulest way possible in Old Elvish. Coming out of his face? Yeah. He's speaking telepathically. A purple thing with a tentacle face? Mm -hmm. This is literally as bad as the lycanthropes. Maybe, actually, probably worse in a very significant way. What is it? It's a mind flare. Okay. I'm assuming... That that yeah. means that it. I mean, obviously, based on these vacant looks of these four, it can control. Yes, it so, e- it eats brains. Yes. Oh Christ! We have to do wisdom saving throws before like, every turn. No, like it physically, like tentacles up your nose, pull your brain out, eats them. Okay, but it's an aberration, <laughs> which means it's not a human, which means but, I can bite it and do two. But it two. will. But yes, it it will probably try to take over our minds. Well, why not? Which is why I'm going to cast protection from good and evil on myself. Thank God. That I'll just end up easier. joining his ranks. <laughs> that, that, there's only one of them, to be fair. <laughs> there's only one of them. Uh, this is so hard because, like, from a simple statistics perspective, uh, and there's just enough of a metagamer in me to always worry about this, it makes way more sense for me to cast it on one of you because I already have advantage on any charm effects uh, because as an elf. Uh, but on the other hand, my alignment is lawful evil. I was so, afraid of that. I You're evil? Would, yes. What? I, I was pretty sure you were going to play an evil character. And also, he would, I mean, yeah, he, we're not your friends. We're your, we're your burdens. 
right now. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, there's there's a degree to which you guys getting killed, but but, but uh, Drakir surviving is like really convenient. Um, <laughs> Except for you wouldn't have made it. You you wouldn't make it through this on your own. No. Oh goodness. No. No. Uh, Drakir would run like crazy. Yeah. Uh, Dex doesn't do that because he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a get. I have a getaway spell. Of course, you, of course you do. I have dash. I have <laughs> I have Zephyr Strike, which doubles my speed. Okay, gentlemen, um, initiative is in order, so let's go ahead and do that. Ooh. <laughs> That's a thirty-one. Oh my. Okay. Uh, 23. 18. Good job all around, everybody. You know, I'll be honest. Before, as soon as we saw what we saw, would we have, would I have a chance to ask Drakir or Theradak if they knew what this was? Because Dex does not. I mean, or is it immediate, like as soon as we get that close, it's on. Yeah, it's on. You can ask during combat, but yeah, okay. we're, we're going. Drakir, what is this? Ouch! <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Very bad. Dex is up first, so um, yeah, um, there are four thralls essentially. What do you do, um, Dexalicious? I would try to ask. Okay, I'll say, um, uh, Drakir, you fought one of these things before. We'd know about this thing. Or I guess these. I he wouldn't know that it was one controlling their minds and the rest of them. So, who are these guys? The uh, the four on the flanks are thralls. Deal with them. It is the central one that is the danger. Okay, deal with them. Alright. Um, then I will double claw the human. No. No, I won't. <laughs> it's a nine to hit with the first one. That's not going to cut it. I will single claw the human. Yeah, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. For 19 damage. 19 damage. So I just I just run up. It'd be just kind of running straight at the closest one to me. Yes. Claws, claws out. Stumble. And then the, the second one, as I'm catching myself, I accidentally hit him for 19 points of damage. <clears throat> um, your stumble caused you to put a whole lot of weight behind that second claw attack as your claws right. just right. sink into his neck and blood starts to flow as he drops to the ground. Um, and you, you see as he falls, all of the, um, the thralls, their eyes are glowing white, completely pupilless. Um, and as he falls to the ground, you see his eyes return to their normal state as he falls on the ground. Um, okay. Drakir. And with... And when you say falls on the ground, you mean he is no longer a threat? To yes, us. that is correct. Okay. How far am I from the mind flayer? Um, you are. A, he he let you get within twenty five feet, uh, but the uh, the two half elves are closest to him, and um, they would essentially, if you rushed the mind flayer, they would get opportunity attacks. So, okay. I can do about that. Um, okay, as a bonus action, um, I will 
uh, apply my Slayer's Eye to the Mind Flayer. Okay. Uh, so I don't think there's any anything relevant here, but if there is, I know any damage, vulnerabilities, or resistances that he has, as well as any special effects that are triggered by damage, like trolls having regeneration that turns off if you deal a fire damage to them. You know that mind flayers are resistant uh, to all forms of magic in that they get advantage on saving throws against any spell or other magical effect. Okay. Um, and that's it. Okay. Uh, in that case, um, I will... Hmm. Uh, I want to move around uh, so that I'm I'm closing to as close. Basically, I want to I want to avoid going between those two half elves. Okay. Uh, but also close as much of the distance as I can with my movement. Okay, you could probably going that far around to avoid um, avoid any threats. Um, it you'd probably be able to get within about ten feet. Perfect. Uh, and from there, uh, as I uh, you know, as I take the last step, I lean in and fling uh, the first of my two shadow blades at the mind flayer. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to throw both of them at him. Uh, so the first one is going to be a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. And then the second one's also going to hit because it's higher. And mind flayers are aberrations. I'm not imagining that, right? No, you are correct. Okay. Uh, so he's going to take 13 damage from the first one. Yeah. And 10 damage from the second one. So he just, on one one step, flings one of these shadow blades, pivots around, and flings the other one with the other hand. Okay. Uh, and then as, as he stops moving, both blades form in his hands again. Wow. <laughs> Okay, uh, Theradak, you are back at the starting point. Okay, the Theradak wishes to move up and get close enough that he can catch all three of the enemy ten foot without hitting. Well, there there are still four enemies present. Okay, four. Okay, I want to try to get as close to the mind flare. Okay, are you willing to invoke opportunity attacks or no? Um. How close is he to whoever's closest to him? I mean, the like I said to Drakir, the two half-elves are basically just a few steps in front of him. Okay. So you would invoke okay. opportunity attacks from both I want to hit both of them then. Okay. And hopefully avoid Drakir. Okay. And Theradak kind of taps his plate and dazzling flare. Okay. Excellent. Um, I need a con save. I'm not sure what the DC is for it, though. It's, um, what's your... I, I did this based off of Paladin, so apologies. What's your charisma modifier? Oh, negative one. Okay, so it's zero plus ten, so ten. So for the Mind Flayer, he passes the Thralls roll a one, so they do not pass. Okay, so they're going to take one d8... Radiant. 
and that's seven damage. And they have disadvantage on all their rolls until my next turn, and they are blinded. Okay. Uh, the mind player is just blinded. Okay. And I'm going to action surge. Okay. And move in between the thrall to get to the mind player. Okay. And attack him. Okay. Well, they, they would still get opportunity attacks. That's they just fine. have disadvantage. So. Um, so as you rush up after having blinded them, um, as they're flailing, all of you see, because um, you got the two half elves, you didn't get the drow um, because he was outside of that. Um, the, the two half elves and the mind flayer arriving around, but the half elves cloaks fall off and you see that their hands have been modified out of their fingers like it's like their fingers have been split and there's long metal claws coming out of them um and they begin flailing at you with these claws trying to hit you so the first one that's kind of biting on my steez there a little bit (laughs) um 22 yes 8 damage from the first one okay oh sorry I did not roll with disadvantage apologies Nope, second attack did not hit. That's only a set, or the second roll didn't hit. So the second one attacks now okay. with disadvantage. First one is a 19. Second one is a 15. No. Okay. So they both miss, but you do see the claws. Okay. And it was a 20 on the roll to hit. That's a hit. 14 damage. 14. Okay. And do I get a second attack with that action surge? Since I took the attack action, or no? yeah, you, you get a full action, so it's okay. the attack action. How much damage was that? You said 14. Uh, 14. And that's 16. To hit? To hit. That's a hit. And that is 15 damage. Okay. The two that you hit after they flail at you, um, you notice the same thing. Their eyes stop glowing white, their eyes look normal and they drop to the ground next to you the drow uh, seeing what's going on flings his cloak off revealing the same claws and runs and goes to leap on your back Theradak and sink the claws into the meat of your shoulders that is going to be a 19 hit okay 7 damage um, the mind flare with you right in front of him um, takes a step back he does not disengage however so you can take an attack of opportunity Theradak 12 12 that is a miss um, and you see his tentacles on the front of his face part revealing this horrifying maw full of teeth as he just lets out a scream and you see this energy shoot from his skull in a forward wave towards you. And I need everybody to give me intelligence saving throws. <laughs> well, uh, I need to know Excellent. what the effect of this is uh, because the spell that I cast on myself What's what's the uh, spell? 
Uh, protection from evil and good. Let's see. Hold on. Let me find the benefits. Twelve for me. Uh, I cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. So if this is any of those things, can't. It, it is not. Okay. Now, he's blind. Is there any sort of disadvantage? Do we get to roll No, twice? because he's affecting an area, and okay. he presumes to know where you all still are. He's not targeting you. Um, all right. Well, my intelligence is low, oof. so I'm doing whatever I can. I rolled really poorly, so I'm going to fail. I rolled off the table. <laughs> okay, that's not that's not terrible. It might work. I got a 16. Okay. Dex, you, you succeed in using your mind to stave off the just intense cerebral pain that Drakir and Theridak feel. Um, and each of you take... Gather up some dice real quick. That sounds ominous. Not so many that I need to borrow. So. But, you, but you own like a lot. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, 22 psychic damage. And um, you are stunned for one minute. You can make a saving throw on each turn to try and end the effect. Ugh. <laughs> um, as Drakir and Theridak reel from the blast and Dex you, you stand strong and clearly are not affected he looks at you and you hear in your head a voice say hmm your mind is strong. It will be delicious. <laughs> and I trust me, buddy, that was a fluke. I don't know what happened either. Uh, <laughs> Dex, it is your turn. Yep. Who's left? Uh, the drow is up on Theridak, and the mind flayer is on the other side of Theridak. Okay, so if I tried to get to the mind flayer, I would take the opportunity attack, or is he engaged? You could you could go around because all the other thralls are down. You could probably get around with all of your movement and make it. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I realize the readers, the readers, you're not readers, the <laughs> listeners uh, don't know something because it was discussed in the last episode. Okay. When I when I leveled up last, I oh, took yeah. a level. I took a level of barbarian. So I'm going to use a bonus action at the beginning of this turn to do something I've yet to do, and I'm going to enter a rage. Ooh. Uh, and I'm going to run around the drow and attack the mind flare with a dual claw action. Okay. That is a 21. That's a hit. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> and I get to... Yeah. Okay, that's 8, 12... Those weren't great. That's 21 damage, including my plus 2 melee rage thing. So that's okay. 21. Second claw, off the table. Second claw's a 22. I'll go ahead and just roll these 8d8s. That's 12 more. Okay. All right. 
Um, <laughs> and then I close my eyes and wait for what's next. <laughs> okay, Drakir, go ahead and give me an intelligent saving throw. Break off the... Uh, 12. 12? Yep. Okay, you are still stunned. Uh, cool. You do not take the damage again, though, thankfully. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dex, I didn't do a good job of describing. When your claw, your second claw attack landed, you actually sliced off one of the four tentacles hanging off the front of his face. Um, and he seems very agitated. I was about to say, is there a mechanical benefit to that? Just piss him off. Um, one less tentacle to eat my brain with. And then you feel the tentacle on the ground start to wrap around your... No, not really. Um... <laughs> Starts inching up your shorts. Uh, Theradak, intelligent saving throw. You guys can do it. I believe in you. What'd you get? Uh, about a negative one. <laughs> What's your modifier? <laughs> negative one, and I rolled a one. Oh, so zero, at least. Oh, you know. zero. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, zero. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, the, this is very bad. Um, the thrall... Um, continues to thrash at Theradak, and so he'll have advantage on his attack since you are stunned. Uh, That's 15 and 13, or no, 17. Does that land? No. Okay. So even in your stun state, this drow can't land a hit. Um, It's my wisdom that's keeping (laughs) me afloat. The Mind Flayer uh, glares at you, Dex, and says, Well, blindly. No, he's okay. He's, he's okay now. He, his sight's restored now. It's just for a round. Oh, lame. Um, I think they have tremor sense. And he knows he's inside my brain, so he probably has a good idea of where I'm at. <laughs> they, they don't have tremor sense, but... Oh, uh, cool. Slightly just, less horrible than I thought. <laughs> just dark vision. Um, he glares at you. That's fair. I was looking forward to a meal, but seems that... You wriggle too much for my taste. I'll return when it better suits my purpose. And he flings his cloak up. You can have an opportunity attack. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Just a single one? Yes. Here's what's up. He's an aberration. (laughs) I can't bear him. And I want to hurt him. Okay. So... I'm going to buy it. Go for it. That's a crit. Nice. All right. uh, Roll your percentile. Right. I got to find my 10. There it is. I'm going off the table. As an 80. Wait, no. 8 and a double zero. Is that 8 or 80? 80. Oh, wait. That's that's an 8. That's 8. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, right, because there's an 80 on the person, on the, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so never mind, 8. Um, I got it for a while. Go ahead and roll normal damage, like you normally would. Okay, for bite, that's 2d10. That's 16 plus 4 is 20, and I don't get sneak attack on this, right? Because That's on, correct. It's once per round. No, wait, it's once per turn, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is once per this turn. This isn't your turn. Good point. No, Clarification oh, we... from the the developers said that it's once per turn. It can be somebody else's turn, but okay. it's once per turn. So cool. Okay. So I'm at twenty. Yep. Sneak attack. That's twenty three. Twenty six. Okay. 
and you get uh, because of your crit, you get as an immediate action, you get another attack at disadvantage. So roll twice, take the lower result. So I bite again. That's a 16 and a 26. You hit. All right, 2d10. So 20 total. Um, okay, so you, as this um, mind flayer begins to fling his cloak up, you dive onto him, biting into his shoulder and then biting a tentacle that comes up to try and block you. And for a brief moment, you find yourself floating in a plane of darkness and stars. And then, like, literally, it's a flash, and then you're back where you were, and you land on the ground, and the Mind Flayer's body goes limp. And the drow falls limp onto the ground off of Theradak's back, and both of you, your minds return to you. The, um... The drow, is he moving? No, well, actually, the drow just goes limp, but he's still standing. But his eyes look normal again, but he's just standing there in a very neutral pose. My head, my head hurts. (laughs) Uh, What do I know about thralls and recovery? Um... There is none. Then I walk over and I stab him through the throat. Okay. <clears throat> Blood begins to pour as he falls to the ground and bleeds out. Oh, but dude, what the hell? He was gone. All right, I'm going to take your word for it. Uh, so while you guys were grab- clutching your, your heads uh, on the ground, I, I killed this thing and I, I think I went to space. For a minute. I bit him. Uh, which was gross. Uh, but I bit him and uh, I saw I, I saw I was floating in space. There were stars and it was dark. That, that's all I know. You guys you guys got anything for that? Either I don't know. Is there a check for that? Any of you could give me a arcana check to know what this means. I need a NASA check. <laughs> Ten. Fourteen. Uh, three. <laughs> Say your results. Let the people know, Faradak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's embarrassing. Okay, yeah, none of you really can conjure an explanation for why Dex went to space for a second. Um, so, or as probably Eber- Eberonian citizens would know it as the astral plane. Um, right, that's what I said. Uh, but I'm good. I'm not woozy. I've not suffered no ill effect or anything. I just snapped for a second. Yeah. There and back. Okay. Uh, Drakir goes to the fallen form of the mind flayer um, and pushes his blade through its skull. Okay. Uh, and then he cuts the head off um, and hangs it in a tr- from a tree branch. And <clears throat> Dex says, while <laughs> rifling through the mind flayer's pockets... Says, uh, so was uh, was any of that necessary, or is that just a thing you do? It is better to destroy the brain. 
all right. I mean, I mean, all right. Another mind player could come and eat it. What did I find in the mind flayer's pockets? Um, Drakir being as, uh, I mean, obsessed with aberrations as you are, you would know it, it works perfectly what you did. <clears throat> um, proper mind flayer burial rites. They don't eat the brain. They take the brain back to the elder brain. So the, the consciousness of the mind flayer can live on and you've essentially prevented that from occurring. So, um, what was your question, Jeff? I'm rifling through it. What do I find? You find uh, we don't we don't do that often enough. And <laughs> we um, you find a couple of very odd looking totems. He's wearing a pretty nice breastplate, um, and you find some gemstones um, that you don't really know where they're from. There's no real clear indication. You, they're normal gemstones. Uh, but they would be a, a worth about 75 gold pieces if sold to the right buyer. All right. Um, <clears throat> so I, I turn to uh, the other two with these totems in my hands. <clears throat> and I say, uh, y'all, y'all fellas know anything about this? And I'm, I'm going to roll. Uh, there's the Arcana. Yep. Probably. Okay, I'm going to roll as well, but I'm assuming I'm going to fail. So. Uh, yeah, it's a twelve. Yeah, I mean they they seem like just normal gemstones to you. No, the totems as well. Oh, the totems. Um, the yeah, you can't really glean any meaning out of the totems. All right. So in that in that case, I ask, does Drakir uh, recognize them? Um, they are uh, they're drow totems that ah. um, he. I mean, there's enough to call it a collection. Uh, which kind of drow? Are they um, my kind of drow? Umbergen, yeah. Okay, then Drakir walks over and takes them from you uh, and tucks them into his into a, a pouch on his belt. Assuming they're small enough that they were found in his pockets. Yes, right? yes. Okay. I think uh, Dex would actually not do anything because, well, I guess Drakir didn't see what Dex just did. So he wouldn't no. know, like... In Dex's mind, is like these must be important to him. They mean nothing to me, and he knows that I just bared out this guy. He probably wouldn't come swipe them unless they really mattered. So he's just gonna let it go. And also, he's just trying to not make. Strangely, Dex is trying to not make waves right now with his new traveling <laughs> companion. And the drow that I just killed, mine. Yes, Umbergen. Okay, uh, then Drakir takes a few minutes to carefully. Uh, I'm, I'm right in remembering, um, I'm, I'm glad that I've created another character that has an excuse for some of my DM knowledge. Uh, I'm right in remembering, aren't I, that, that mind flayers like graft those claws onto thralls sometimes? Yes. Okay. So they're, they're like attached to it, like worked into his hands. They're not, it requires like surgery to get them out. Yeah. It's grafted onto the bone. I, I just cut them out. Like I just cut them, cut if I, even if it just means cutting the fingers off. Yeah, you do that. Um, and then I pull him a little off the path, uh, arrange him in a slightly more dignified manner, uh, and then leave him. Okay. Uh, I do nothing with the other bodies. Okay. Neither do I. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, Drakir, you know that um, given that you're in the aberration section of the forest now, 
you're getting close to the ring of storms. Um, that passage is kind of required to get to your settlement. So mm-hmm. we are getting close to my tribe's lands. It is inside the ring of storms. The what? Uh, it is a giant magical storm. It's always there. It will probably kill you before we get through. Uh, uh, is, what, uh, is there a way to not do that? I will do my best to get you through. But outsiders do not usually get in. All right. In that case, if you wish to, st- if you wish to stop here, that is all right. I'm not. I'm not stopping here. Well, if we move on, I must regain some health. Theradex going to uh, take a second wind. One of you maybe remembers the amulet that Barrack wears. <clears throat> oh. Uh, yeah, but I don't know how to use it. That casts cure wounds. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Dex says, oh, hang on. <laughs> I, I believe I've been spoken to about the spirit of Baron Rowan. You don't uh, need to... I, I don't have any idea how a non-warlock using it will... Uh, how it will work for a non-warlock either, because um, well, it keyed off of my warlock level, but I don't know. I haven't lost any health, and he said he was going to use his uh, second wind... Yes, that, that, that got me up to a little better than half of my okay, hit that points. Did, uh, <clears throat> well, Etherodec has magical ability, and I don't, so I'm, I'm going to say, uh, hey, Etherodec, uh, uh, do you think you could you could do something with, uh, with, with, with Barrick's amulet? Uh, you know, he cured himself with it more than once. Mm, would Etherodec try? <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, you're able to remove the amulet from Barrick's neck, and it's holding onto his neck for some reason. <laughs> um, oh no, it's caught! It's caught on the sword. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't designed for a warlock to use it, so it's it's fairly easy to use. Having the, seen it, the relevant question is um, that the level of the spell was keyed to my warlock level, so that's what I'm. We'll we'll go ahead and about for the sake of simplicity keep that the same. Okay. Um, so So we'll, it casts at a third level, so it's gonna be three D eight plus your spell casting modifier. So I don't know what that is for a fighter. <laughs> um We'll go ahead and say wisdom. We'll go with wisdom. Fair so enough. so three D eight plus two. Nice, that's eight. 8, 16, 22, 23, 24 points back. Nice. Uh, and in getting ready, I'm going to spend some hit dice. Okay. All right. Since this, this has the feel of a short rest. <laughs> uh-uh. Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll count it as a short rest. Okay. So you all begin on the trail again. Um, you begin to hear the ring of storms. Uh, before you see it, um, the the trees are still warped and odd. Um, go ahead and check and see. Okay. Um, but you do not encounter anything until 
you find yourself face to face with a literal wall of a storm. Um, it's the strangest thing that you two Theridak and Dex have ever seen because it, it's not bleeding over the land that you're standing on right now is dry relative for a jungle. And if you take three more steps forward, you're going to be in a torrential downpour. Then you live here. Inside on the other side of the ring. Okay. Lead the way. I put on my cloak. <laughs> Who is dragging the sled right now? Just to probably me still. Okay. Yeah. Um. There are still some trees and stones. the The jungle is definitely the the wind and lightning and everything has harmed the jungle, but the jungles of Zendrik persist. Um, so everyone give me a survival check for the first leg of the journey. Well, this is going to go great. 15. 15. Drakir, you get advantage because you live nope. here. Theradak is lying. Go ahead. Theradak would, if there are stones lying around, of course, Theradak has his eye peeled. I'm talking about boulders. Little stones oh. get whipped around in the the. Wind. I rolled a 20. Nice. nice. So that's a 21. And you got a 15? Yes. Theradak? Okay. Um, the first leg, I mean, it. the rain stings as it uh, hits your skin. Uh, the wind howls. You can barely hear each other. Um, the it, It's much darker here, so most of your uh, most of your travels are guided by the flashes of lightning, providing enough light to, to see somewhat clearly. Uh, but you you continue on um, un, unscathed. So go ahead and give me another check. 17. 19. Not a 20. <laughs> uh, I got a 12 this time. Or right, 13. Okay. Okay, um, Dex, go ahead and give me a reflex saving throw. Okay, and is that is that dexterity based? Yes. Oh yeah, dexterity saving throw. Sorry, I'm still caught yeah, yeah. in old editions. Off the table. I need more table space. This is not working. <laughs> That's a 19. 18. 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> you are able to leap out of the way um, so that you only take half damage. You jump out of the way in enough time to not take as much damage from the large bolt of lightning that came crashing down. So you take five points of damage as the lightning strikes you and you you dive onto the ground just out of the way. The lightning strikes the base of a tree um, that you were walking past and it the tree topples over safely. None of you get caught under it. Um, but it is time to continue on. So, go ahead and give me another survival check. 22. Another 20. 22. Okay. So, you all persist very well. Good job. Um, one more time. You, you can see the edge of the storm. 18. 23. You rat bastard. One more time. A nine. Okay. Dex. 
dexterity saving throw. It's your, it's your forte. Yeah. It's your namesake, in fact. It's a ten. Okay. So, eh, didn't roll that well. Go and take six more points of damage. Okay. As the lightning strikes you. Um, and then you float into the air, and an odd marking begins to... No, not really. Um, <laughs> uh, man, that joke would be a lot funnier to the listeners if we would have released that episode. Um, <laughs> okay. If so, um, you all are, are trudging through the downpour, and finally you break through the wall of the storm, um, and it is just dry land once again. Um, Drakir, you see very easily because you know your way. Um, you see a cave uh, just about 40 feet in front of you that you know is the next step of your journey. Um, but something that strikes Theradak and Dex is you see breaking through the tree line, um, through the, the parts in the tree that you can see, a huge black spire um, going up into the sky, but it has been uh, hewn. Like, it, it's split in half, and you you can't really tell from what, but it looks like this was once just a single spire going up into the sky that has been cut and kind of folded away from itself. It's this way. What what happened to your spire? Well, that is uh, a tower at the hub of the many multi multiple universes, and uh, <laughs> my my people, the gunslingers, are intended to defend it from the man in black. <laughs> Wait, in- interesting. <laughs> no, that's not it. Well, Theradak uh, is buying every is bit the spire, of it. Is the spire a piece of the dragon shard, Eric, or, or am I forgetting what? Because I don't remember the other thing. Um, Theradak just had to ask. <laughs> it was the spire oh, was. He's big rock. Um, the spire was split in half by the dragon shard coming okay. down. Do you tell us that? Uh, it is an old city. It was destroyed long ago. What destroyed it? An enormous shard. The heart of Sybaris. Okay. You both you both would recognize the name Sybaris from the creation story of Eberron. Right. Right. Um, but I'm trying to remember if Dex remembers that what he's looking for is a dragon shard. He knows it's a gem. <clears throat> I'm down to keep moving. Okay. Um, the the pathway to um, your settlement, Drakir, is, is clear of aberrations. You have scouts. Um, in fact, um, Dex, Theradak, give me perception checks as you travel through the caves. 20. 18. 18. Um, Theradak, you're actually able to spot in some of the... Uh, the alcoves and branching pathways that you aren't going down. You see um, light reflect off of the eyes of uh, creatures watching you that the eyes look similar to Drakir's. 
That's only it. only early on because the further down you get, the darker and darker and darker it gets. It affects my dark vision even? Like, no, no, you you can still see fine. Still see, okay. Dex probably needs a light source. I was gonna say, as, as we're walking, then I ask, uh, I ask Drake here, I say, uh, is there going to be a problem with me uh, getting my my daylight on? Or yes, do not do that. Okay, fair, fair enough. Uh, so I go to barracks. Uh, I, I I assume at this Dex would have already taken the shared belongings off of barracks. The That's fair and stuff. So I so I crack a, a, a wand of, of light. I, I, I always say crack like it's a glow stick. I don't know why that works. <laughs> it does. Okay. Um, as you travel for a few minutes through these caves, um, you actually see uh, light up ahead in a cavern that you are approaching. Uh, it seems to be torches burning and an ambient glow in addition to the torches. And as you walk through the um, the natural archway that leads into this cavern, you find yourself face to face with a huge shard stuck into the ground. It is easily um, a hundred feet in diameter. Um, just massive. Um, How many carrots is that? <laughs> um, and you see vein, it is a, um, a pink shard with veins of, uh, silvery and yellow, silver and yellow light, kind of flowing throughout it. Um, immediately before you, um, set up next to the shard. What draws your immediate attention, however, is there seems to be a workstation of sorts set up next to the shard, and you see a drow man with uh, short hair, like his hair is cut. Um, he's wearing like clothing that you would associate with Corvair. Um, and he is working frantically taking notes on the dragon shard. And there is a goblin following him around, taking notes and, um, just seems to be assisting him. Um, and the goblin is the first one to take note of you as he walks up and Drakir, booyah worry. Where you been? Wait, who worried? What? Booyah. You you know, this is the shaman's assistant who goes by Booyah. Oh, he speaks of himself in the third third person. Okay. Yes. And his name is Booyah? It's not his full name, but that's what he calls himself. Okay. If my mission was not shared with you, then it is not your concern. I have business, and he starts to walk towards the shaman. I did it. Booyah know what you go get. You get it? And he extends his hand. Yes. And he reaches into a pouch and removes a small uh, Eberron dragon shard uh, and hands it to the goblin. Mm. Um, at this point, the drow speaks up and took you long enough, boy. Wait, did Dex see that exchange? Yes. Okay, what what did that dragon shard look like? Not the one you're looking for. Okay. 
These uh, are not the jewels you're looking for. It, it actually looks similar to the one in your staff. Oh, okay. Um, the the drow speaks up at this point and um, took you long enough, boy. Why were you delayed? And he, he has I not turned some, around. I found what I believe is something you left outside. Oh, being smart, are we? You take after your mother. This one takes after what I believe to be his. All right, hang on. I wouldn't interrupt, but holy shit. Okay, let's go. The drow turns around and eyes Udric here and then quickly looks at Theradak and Dex. Udric here gestures towards the sled. You see, if it were possible for the color to drain out of a drow's face, it would. As this drow man that the short time that Theradak and Dex have known him has been nothing but civil composure, just sprints and slides onto his knees next to the sled and begins touching Barrick's face. And he looks up at you two and says, What happened to my son? End of episode. <clears throat> All right. So, Drakir is the half brother of, of, of my of my of my dear sweet Prince Barrett. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, we uh, appreciate you bearing through any technical difficulties we're having with this arc with doing things over the internet. Um, but. We just want to let you know, please go let us know what you think of the episodes over on the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at The Geek Pantheon. We'd like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music from over at Incompetech.com. And yeah, we will see you next time. Once again, I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. Randy. Jeff. We'll see you next time. Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Uh, talk, talking, talking, talking. Jeff. Blue shadows on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Little warlock, close your eyes. <laughs> oh. um, okay. <clears throat> All of the kobolds are in. Okay, I'm done. <clears throat>